Welcome, true believers, back to the Nerd Smash Talk Cast. I am your host and guide, L.T. Thornton, and I am joined by possibly the world's greatest co-host, Mr. Steve Woods. What's up, Steve? WandaVision. WandaVision. Steve! What's up, y'all? We can't. We're not, they're not ready. <laughs> they're not. They're not ready. I'm not ready. Ugh. Guys, this WandaVision, if you're not talking about this show, we can't even wait. Like, the yeah. week that it ends, the Tuesday after, like, the, the final episode, episode 9, we're going to be on here talking about it. So just get ready for that. I'm and just you, telling you now. If you haven't watched the, the season finale by then, uh, pre-spoiler alert, because we're going to talk, we're going to dissect that bad boy. And there's so much to talk about. That's so the thing. So much. Uh, every episode, every episode <laughs> has got that fire juice. <laughs> but oh my gosh guys like we always say our mission here on the talk cast is to bring you the latest in nerd culture nerd news and nerd reviews whether Nerdery. that involves movies tv video games D, science comic books anime or whatever we will cover it because being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is isn't that right steve brother we got so much to talk about it was just so filled much. of Real nerd things and yeah, uh, some nerd things. great things that happened over this last week, so I'm ready. All right. Uh, before we uh, get into what we're going to talk about today, I do want to uh, pull up a retraction from last week's episode. Man. We need an official retraction. We did report on our show that the final three episodes were planned to be an hour long uh, for WandaVision. Uh, multiple news sites reported this, so I don't want to just say we pulled this from some random article. Uh, I believe even IGN reported this. Uh, I guess this turned out to not be true. So right. we don't know what these last three episodes. Yeah, I, I don't know how you be. could get that wrong, right? I, I just feel yeah. like it was out there from multiple sources, and it yeah. ended up being, what, 33 minutes, 38 with credits, something like that. It wasn't even... 37, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Not I, I just don't know. I just don't know how you get that wrong from industry news. I and don't know. And then this next like, episode is supposed to be 44 minutes or something like that. But I, again, sure, I just yeah. don't get it. I just don't get it. So, our bad. Multiple sources like had confirmed Kevin Feige right. as a listed source of that knowledge. So... I, yeah, I don't know. I feel bad. I wanted to put that out there and take that yeah. back. Uh, so, sorry, guys. That is an official retraction. Our first official retraction on the talk cast. But, uh, going back into our regular format, we have a lot of things to talk about for you this week. We got some news on a new Supergirl that we're going to get into a little mm -hmm. bit later. We got some news on a Wednesday Adams series that's I coming. Mean, to Netflix? Yeah. 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 Uh, we got some of that fuego, some of that hot fire, that Mortal Kombat trailer we got to get into. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into the, you know, we may or may not have landed a rover on a different planet. Hmm. 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 Let's talk about that. And there was a whole Nintendo Direct last week. That we, I guess, need to give footnotes on. Wow, wow. <laughs> we need we need one of those soundboard things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can find. 
But before we get into all of that, man, Steve, I, I, I heard you have a what's hot in the streets for this week. What Let is me hot tell in you the streets? Something. So everybody knows that WandaVision is the hottest thing going right now. But do yourself a favor if you are a fan of 70s, 80s, and current wrestling and watch Young Rock. Let me tell you something. It is a lot of fun in the vein of a lot of classic uh, sitcoms. Uh, it has a lot of a lot of character. I'll say that. Um, we the premise of the show is it's The Rock being uh, interviewed by uh, by Johnny Wu from MCU, uh, <laughs> Randall Park, which is great um, because Johnny. he's running for. Uh, is it Jimmy, Jimmy Woo? Excuse Jimmy me. Jimmy Woo. Excuse me. Uh, Randall Park, uh, because he's running for president in 2032. Foreshadow. And I really, uh, it goes back through the different uh, decades of his life, his childhood, the different eras of his life, his childhood, uh, his adolescence, and then uh, adulthood. And it's really fun. Now, inside of the show, they do, uh, when he's a child, they show a lot of those 80s wrestlers. And then when he's a kid, it's it's really 90s. I'm telling you, it's so 90s that it hurt because I had yeah. two of the shirts and one of the coats that this dude had. And then <laughs> and then in the when he's an adult, when he's in his college years at uh, University of Miami, the actors they got to play the, the rock in those different uh, eras of his life is just spot on. There's a lot of heart there. Please do yeah. yourself a favor. Okay, I was kind of interested because I saw some of the casting they did for like Andre the Giant and Vince McMahon. Yeah, and Iron Sheik, and yeah, it's yeah. really good. The Wild Samoans, and yeah. I'm telling you, it doesn't miss a beat. There's a lot of heart there, and you kind of see what his dad went through uh, with his pseudo star, you know, kind of thing. It wasn't as big as it is now, but certainly yeah. uh, he he was a celebrity, and you see what that family went through. To maintain yeah. his celebrity status, and it's really it's it's just good, it's good. Yeah. And the thing cool. is, it's his it's history, right? This is somewhere right. the his episodes and what he talks about. This actually happened, and I'm mm -hmm. sure that you know if you had time, you could look it up and see where he was when he did this and if he did that. And I'm sure it's all true, or else he wouldn't put it out there. Fair not enough. like that, not like that. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. I got a little emotional at the end of the episode, bruh. Okay, okay. It was okay. It was right, okay. Well, I need to check. I, I'll probably end up checking that out. I don't know if I'll check it out while it's on TV. It might be more of a streaming deal for me. But, sure. Uh, I am yeah, I watched it on Hulu. You yeah, know. Oh, it's, oh, it's on Hulu show. already? Yeah, it's an NBC show. So oh, that makes going. sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, the, even the trailer looked kind of hokey to me. I wasn't ready for how good it was. I'll say okay. that. So. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Very excited. All right. We'll 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 have to check that out. That's hot. And guys, let us know what you think about it if you're watching it right yeah, now. Yeah, please. Yep. But uh, let's go ahead and get into our first story here. Uh, we got the news, uh, or we'll, we got a Nintendo Direct uh, last Friday, mm -hmm. and uh, we they announced new Smash characters. We got, uh, I believe it's Pyrrha and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 that are going to be the new fighters in Smash. They're like a switching fighter. Uh, we got some news about Splatoon 3, I think. Yeah. Um, but honestly, really, a lot of it just kind of felt 
as it was just kind of like going through the motions. Yeah, and I don't know where this was coming from or I, I feel like there was something bigger there that they didn't do. This was a 50-minute direct, right? Yeah. Um, the 35th anniversary of Legend of Zelda was last Sunday. And mm-hmm. I thought that we might get some bigger news, maybe some Breath of the Wild 2 information, or maybe a compilation of Zelda games like we've had in the past with uh, that pre-order bonus disc for the GameCube that I sold and I'm kicking myself in the head for. Sorry. <laughs> I hate myself for it. But uh, we didn't get any of that. We did, however, get uh, the announcement of Skyward Sword on the Switch. Now, yeah. those of you have, who have played Skyward Sword may be thinking... How are they going to do that on the Switch? Well, they made it better. I played Skyward Sword on the Wii, right? And mm-hmm. on the Wii, you have the Nunchuck and the Wiimote. Mm-hmm. Nunchuck is your shield. Wiimote is your sword, right? For uh, for this game, this remake, the right directional stick is your sword. Or you can use the the Joy Cons, but I'm I'm really yeah. feeling that right directional stick, and it'll have all the same movements that you would have had with that Wii Mote. Now, I did not finish it on the Wii because it just felt hokey to me, and it never worked right. So I'm looking forward. I'm actually looking forward to this one. Yeah, uh, I mean, I never played Sky. I mean, I'm I'm not a big Zelda guy. Uh, I'll watch it, but I, I just, I've never really played a full-on Legend of Zelda game. Uh, but I appreciate it for, for everything that it is, and I can... Hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Run that back? Uh, Boy, man, I... I'm not trying to shame you. You know what? You play your games. <laughs> I play good ones. You know, it's cool. No, it's it's totally fine. Like, I I get kind of the... I get feeling the heat for not sitting down and playing a full... Legend of Zelda game for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. It just... I mean, I think it was partially me growing up being more of a Sega guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, by the time I had a Nintendo... I think my first Nintendo console that I owned... Like, I didn't even have a 64. I had a mm. Saturn and a yeah. Dreamcast. So my first Nintendo awesome. console that I owned that was a full-on television console was the Wii. Okay. So, man, do you remember finding that game Gotcha Force for the GameCube uh, and playing the crap out of that game? Gotcha Force is so freaking good. Do you good. still have I, it? I do. Oh, are you kidding so me? freaking rare. Yes, I do. Oh, my gosh. I sold mine so many years ago. Why would I, you do that? I don't know. <laughs> and now you have to pay $300 for this game. So yes. stupid, man. You know, that game was is so stupid rare here. They only made certain like a couple numbers of copies of that game. We were so US. into that for like a year, bruh. Oh, Gotcha Force is so good. Guys, if you haven't played it, I, I don't even know. Maybe you can watch like a video on it or yeah. something, but like yeah. if you get a chance to play Gotcha Force or you can buy it. Yeah, like I know it's expensive now, but it's such a good game. And the thing is, I got it like for thirty bucks used at a GameStop in the Dayton Mall. Yeah, I like, remember being was... mad at you about that because yeah. I had to pay the full fifty for it. <laughs> yeah, man. And then now it's you know, just crazy. I also had Resident Evil Zero that you can't find anywhere. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. man, those rare games are something. I'm telling you. 
Yeah. But way, Gotcha Force note, was a lot of fun. Also, another side note, uh, I, I'm hearing rumblings that they may be ready to announce a uh, next generation like PS5, Xbox Series X version of Resident Evil 4. And all I can say is, hell yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes, please. Uh, here's the Hard thing, though. Let me tell you this. Uh, I did not play that on the PlayStation 2. I played okay. that on the Wii. Mm-hmm. The Wii? The Wii. Same. Same. Wii. The Wii when it came out. Yeah. I, if I can't get those controls, bruh, I don't... <laughs> look, the Wii... Look, when the, I, I know we're way off track here, but I need to tell you, the Wii broke my brain. <laughs> and how it did that is right. I don't know if you guys remember this time period, but Metroid Prime 2 came out. 3? Metroid Prime yeah. 3 came out. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is how first-person shooters should be played. So fluid, so intuitive, everything was right, right? Finished this game, started Halo 3? Trash. Because mm. it has to go back to that stale controller configuration. And I just <laughs> wanted my Wiimote and uh, Nunchuck. So good. So yeah. I guess that's kind of a shout out to PC gamers too, because it, it was so good that way. It it was. But, you know, if they do a remaster, I think it'll probably have an entirely different look and feel. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I'm just I I'll 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 just be excited to see that thing and just play through that game again with like the big go beautiful scenery. <laughs> That was a great freaking, game, man. Freaking that was so much game. fun. I can't freaking I can't tell you how many times I played through that thing. I know it was more than four or five times because you got so much better at it. Yeah. Like once that scare factor was had subsided some, you just got better at it. Man, I feel oh, like I we just did a better Nintendo Direct than Nintendo did. <laughs> well, I mean, did we Cut cover everything? Like we said Splatoon 3, which I know oh, yeah. been, people yeah. have been waiting for that for a really long time. Uh, you know, I know we got some remasters that were coming. Oh, that Mario Golf Super Rush actually looked really good. It did. It did. Um, I mean, if that's if that's what you're looking for in a video game console, great. I'm not. I want some real games. They got them. <laughs> that's my issue with Nintendo, man. Like, I felt like, oh, we about to get something, and they yeah. get me every time. Yeah. Every time they get me, man. Yeah, I, I like, just I just wanted I just wanted to do something, do yeah. something. I want to poke them with a stick, eh, do something. Like because like, they just don't. We're like Nintendo, give us some hot title, and they're like, "Here's Metopia." <laughs> wob wob. <laughs> 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 Utopia. What's the object of the game? Well, you defeat enemies and you get face pieces. Now look, I look. I will. I I complain about them because I put my money where my mouth is. I will buy yeah. their good titles. I just bought uh, that Super Mario Super Mario 3D World and all the mm-hmm. amiibo that were you're able to use with it. Because yeah. I complain about them when they don't bring out good games. Yeah. So I feel like the the Switch has a ton of shovelware, just like every other console. <laughs> but I feel like it's always on Nintendo. Like, I don't yeah. care about horse training, 
bro. I don't. <laughs> give me give me a good third party game or a good you got you have the IPs. You have them. Man, do you listen? One of the funnest times that I've had playing video games was on the Nintendo uh-huh. 64 when uh-huh. they released Excite Bike 64. Yeah. You couldn't tell me and a group of my friends nothing. We would be yeah. up till 4 a.m. playing Excite Bike. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. What are you doing? It's there. You've got it. Uh, the Wii taught Nintendo real bad lessons that I don't know if they're ever going to really come back from. I don't know about that, man, because they. I still feel like we're waiting on titles that should have been out last console generation for them. No, it, yeah, and, and we are, you know, Nintendo's whole thing is, you know, they'll release uh, three or four of their Nintendo-branded AAA titles on the Switch, like, a year, and then... You know, let the other games that come out, you know, pleasantly surprise us. If it's like, oh, okay, well, I didn't expect that to be real good, but that was real know, good. I don't know, man. I just feel like they want us to buy one game, play yes. that game for two years, and then just yes. maybe hope that we get another game. Yeah, that's what I feel uh, like. I mean, how many? I mean, are we still talking about garbage Smash Brothers characters coming out? First are you of all, serious? Shut Stop. Your poor mouth. Man, I'm just saying, we need, we deserve better. We deserve better. My thing is, don't ever make another Smash Brothers game, right? Just keep building onto this one. I, I am agree. good with that. Completely I, I good totally with that. Agree. But I'm I mean, what? I just don't understand, man. Are these characters any? F- I don't know. I don't know. Are they fun? Yes. Yeah. I don't, are they? Are yeah. they? Are they? Bro, I was just telling uh, my friend that I play with. He was just like. Yo, I think it's funny how uh, we can play all these games against each other and we don't share any fighters. And I'm like, well, there's also 80 damn fighters right. in this game. So <laughs> right. the right. odds of us liking the same ones are actually really low. But so. I just, I'm just saying I don't necessarily think we need two characters or a character every three months, whatever it is. You're I am wrong. willing, I have been willing, and mm-hmm. still am willing to wait on the best. Because they make you. What I'm saying okay. is this. The homie Rob and I played the original Smash Brothers on Nintendo mm-hmm. 64 for mm-hmm. two damn years. Every yes. night, every possible time we were able to. Yes. In the same room, chilling, laughing at each other. Sometimes I got punched. Sometimes I didn't. Mm-hmm. But we played it and we waited. And those characters were great. And I don't understand just shoveling more into it when you've all, listen, you've already got a base of great characters. Make us wait for the best ones. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Rebuttal. Uh, Shut up. (laughs) Shut shut your mouth. Shut. (laughs) At this point, Smash Brothers is video games the video game. Uh, throw as mm. many characters as you possibly can into this game because I want it to grow to like 150 characters and be the best the best ultimate game of all time. It already is that for me at yeah. this point. I don't I can't think of another game that gives us more and you're adding to it. You're adding to what are essentially they? to me they are. Even characters I don't care. I don't give a crap about Minecraft, Steve, and Smash. Yeah. But you know what? He's actually kind of fun. And you know what? 
other people enjoy him. True. If another True. person is brought to Smash because of Minecraft Steve, and they were. Hell yeah. Bring that community in. Make the community grow. It's a good game. It needs better netcode. That's the biggest complaint. Yeah. yeah. But well, I, I, I'll say this. I know it's a good game. And I'm yeah. just advocating for something bigger here. And I yeah. and maybe that comes from their wonky online service that I hate. Yeah. Maybe that just comes from them clinging and holding on to things that, you know, they've done in the past that don't work and I don't know why they still do them. I don't yeah. know. There's just, it's just it's just a, a tough pill to swallow when we keep getting these characters, but things like multiplayer online aren't fixed. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's a Nintendo thing, right? Like, that's just, I don't know what their philosophy is, but, you know, they, they're going with, you know, lower outdated technology in, in, in some cases, or, uh, you know, but not that's doing their like fault too. End. It that's is. Their and that's fault why, too. That's why I said the Wii taught bad lessons, right? The Wii taught them that they can skate by on gimmicks mm, and on yeah. their IP rather than presenting like at least give us a pro edition of the switch right i get Mm -hmm. that you want to be accessible to people and have uh and and have like a way for people to come in and just buy your console at like 200 dollars, and then you nickel and dime them to get them to to this other stuff but at least give us a pro version like i would pay 500 dollars for a hd 4k edition of the switch Mm -hmm. that has uh, it vastly improved online and has way more features and apps and you know let me let me watch HBO now and Netflix and Disney plus and all this stuff on on my you know disconnected switch like yeah. give me all that I'll pay for it yeah because I'm an adult with money yeah <laughs> right I, I, I see I see exactly what you're talking about and I completely agree with you I yeah. j- listen. I just don't understand why the online feature... Look, okay, Xbox is correct. Can we concede that fact? Xbox Live is correct. Yes. Okay. This is old tech. Do yes. that. Right. That's. I agree with you. I just don't understand why we get Xenoblade characters and we can't... And we still got to use friend codes and no chat. Yeah. And, and I feel like Nintendo's picking up some of the wrong lessons from things because I feel like the Switch is the first real system where they started doing this extended DLC model. Like, yeah. it's not just one. It's like, oh, no, this is continuing. Mm-hmm. Like, they're doing it with, uh, you know, in some cases, I think Animal Crossing. Obviously, the, the, uh, the DLC for... Um, Smash Brothers, they did it with Pokemon, Shield and Sword. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like a continuing like I said, they're just picking up some of the the wrong lessons. And don't even get me started on all the stuff and all the ways that they've shisted the Smash com- community because do you know they've gone out and specifically banned people from streaming melee for like online tournaments? It's like, why do you hate your game? Like, people don't have a way to, like, sit back and enjoy this game. People want to play your old game. People are still playing your old game. Why are you, as a company, going back and then specifically stopping people from streaming and having tournaments and having competitive matchups 
for this old game. So, I don't know. Nintendo, they just frustrate me. Me like, too. They're... That's really where this is coming from. Yeah, the whole Smash thing. Some of their tactics all around is just kind of frustrating. But we need yeah. to move on. We, we, we spent way too yeah. much time on that. <laughs> but it's because I love it so much. That's why. Oh, I, yeah. That's why I'm, I just, man, I, I just We're passionate. We care better. about this. Yeah. Yeah. I want to play reliably online with my friends that also have Smash. The whole friend codes thing is so backwards. And there's no inherent voice chat. No. Don't even get me started. I'm going down this avenue again. I want to talk about Mars. I want to talk about Mars. Okay. <laughs> yay, yay. M-A-R-S. Mars. <laughs> Red rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Anyway, so guys, uh, last week, uh, NASA successfully uh, managed to land a rover uh, on Mars. Now, what blew me away about this was that they sent it se- only seven months ago. I don't know why. Mm. In my head, I just had it like oh, five man, years. Five years ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think it was since seven months. Bro. We can get to Mars in seven months. I I didn't know. I thought it was I thought, years. I thought it was like three to five years or something like that. Me I don't too. know. When did we figure out seven month Mars t- transport technology? <laughs> I don't know. Seven we need months. to do a little more research in that because this landing was so cool. Oh man, it was super super cool. So. Um, you, you got to see the whole process, you know, it, it, they streamed it live, the whole thing, like, landing on uh, the planet, you, you see it parachute down, and it lands, and then it starts rolling around and s- streaming some of these videos and some of these, uh, well, I mean, not streaming live, but, yeah. like, we're getting some uh, high-quality pictures and video that are coming back, and... Incredible. Man. Science, man, science, bro. Big science. science. Let me tell you. So I I sat down to dinner with uh, some extended family. A shout out to uh, John and my sister. They uh, they bought us some chicken, which is always nice. So we're sitting there, right? <laughs> chicken and, and Mars. Chicken and Mars, son. <laughs> <laughs> and I could not believe that video, man. It looks so crazy. Yeah. It does. It's so foreign and familiar at the same time. Yeah, and just just being like through the power of the internet, we get to hear this thing that's on another planet. Man, you just gave me chills. Video. That is crazy. Yeah. Streaming the sounds of what it sounds like to be the wind like, quotation yeah. fingers. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Also, seeing those night shots without that, the like without the light atmosphere. pollution oh. and the atmosphere. Just, boy, you look up and you see galaxies. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Darn, Spice Cove. (laughs) That is crazy. I sure do love that there, Spice. Man, I I don't know how long it's going to be up there or how long it's going to be able to transmit, but I know it's also tweeting, and I'm there for it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It tweets out its status, what it's doing. How it's doing. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. 
I didn't know it had a Twitter account. You have to send yeah, me that. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. <laughs> I'm going to follow the rover. I'm going to tweet at the rover. What's up, rover? <laughs> chilling, 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 chilling out. Right. Yeah, it's very cool. Ah, oh, man, I know somebody's already Rule 34 that rover, too. I'm oh, so sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, rover. The internet's uh, a terrible place. I'm sorry. It is. It is. But yeah, I, I just thought that was super cool. I wanted to bring that up. Guys, if you haven't had a chance to go look that, that stuff up, go like go look up these pictures and these images and the sounds. It's just It's wild. Cool. It's, it's just wild, wild just to know that you hear what's happening on another planet. Right. Crazy. And that's like I know I know we kinda say that and it makes it sound like it's oh, you know, it's like down the corner down the street around the corner where grandma and them. It's like, no no no, you don't understand. A planet is actually, I mean, I guess you do understand, but a planet is very far <laughs> I away. I think we understand. <laughs> I think you understand. You get it. Fine. All right. Whatever. Whatever. I'm moving on. Whatever. I'm being real pretentious right now. But listen, here's the, the thing you said about seven months, right? I saw, I saw something about that. And in yeah. my mind, that's how long it takes us to drive to California. I don't know. I don't know distance. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's like, probably how if, long it takes me to walk to California. If like I were to least. take a ship to... Yeah. Uh, like Asia from California. <laughs> I mean, isn't yeah. that seven months? That I don't know. Be. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever. If I were to sail around the Horn of Africa, isn't that? Yeah, it's about seven. All months. I know is I don't know. We figured out how to travel through space way faster than I thought we possibly could. So <laughs> uh, I'm gonna need my Star Trek ships to show up. I need that warp drive. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it popping. <laughs> all right uh next i want to talk to you about oh that supreme fuego yes the mortal Kombat trailer my goodness well i i would like to go on record right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and say once again mm-hmm. i was completely wrong yes you were all right <laughs> I need you to. I need you to go back and listen to that episode to hear I, how wrong you were. I know. I <laughs> man, listen. This trailer. This trailer had it all, bro. I told. I was like, man, if they did Mortal Kombat with today's CGI, that could be actually really, really good. Even I, the Steve Harvey Jacks, it, uh, I had to admit, looked way better. It did. It did look way. And just to see, look. I know that. The uh, the canon is being rewritten for like the ninth time on how Jax lost his arms. Sometimes he <laughs> loses them. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes they're just you know. You know, a Mortal Kombat or... movie just can't wait to they tell can't. you how Jax lost his arms. They can't. They can't. <laughs> they can't for whatever reason. Or and listen, Kano in this. Oh yeah. What? And he's that Austra- that slimy Australian. Hello, baby. But he looks kind of like a good guy in this. I don't really know what that's about. Well, he hasn't lost his eye yet, so yeah. we'll figure out what happened. Yeah. I think I think Evil Kano is post eye Kano, and he did have an eye laser at one point. He so did. he did in that I kind. Think, I'll tell you that didn't look right to me. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm listen. I understand <laughs> that this is this is early ish, and it's probably not completely done yet. I'm sure, they'll smooth some things out. That didn't look right to me. It looked like his head was just kind of there, and eh. uh, yeah, well, whatever, whatever. Eh. I'm not, I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying. Okay. The, I'll say the criticism that I'll give is that it looked like 
uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero's mask didn't fit right. Mm, it wasn't tight enough, was it? Nah, it was like kind of loosely hanging from mm-hmm. their face. I was like, ugh. But at the same time, they also looked really good, and uh, Sub-Zero looked like he was putting in that work on somebody. Yes. Yes, Man. I, that and that looks that looks great. I mean, really, yeah. I mean, honestly, aren't we there for Sub Zero and Scorpion, just yes, to see how that pans out? I as mean, much as this trailer focuses on Sub Zero, it makes me feel like this is definitely Mortal Kombat Two Sub Zero, the one on that mm-hmm. on that tower. That, yes, uh, if you say that you got past Sub Zero on that tower, uh, I'll call you a liar to your face. You a damn lie. If he ain't you first, lie. you didn't beat him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if he ain't coming first, you didn't get past him. Yo, that Sub-Zero straight up cheated. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like we got some characters I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Uh, like Reptile. We saw yeah. that. We saw Smoke. Yeah. Possibly some Smoke. Some Goro. Well, I said Goro. I said he's going to look stupid, and I was wrong. So. Yeah. Yeah. You but, were. Yeah. Although yeah. my sister says that uh, she preferred the terrible puppet Goro, <laughs> <laughs> well, which I, mean, I, I don't think I disagree. Okay. I don't. He I don't was very expressive. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Goro. Yeah, when he got punched in the nuts and his eyes, were, oh, 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 like that was that was pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I things that we didn't see, like Johnny Cage. Is he in this movie? I don't oh, know, because it, it looks more like they have that new character, and we'll Cole. watch this, yeah, Colt, uh, we'll watch this unfold through him, yeah. versus a Johnny Cage or a Liu Kang. Yeah. You also can't kill everybody in the first movie. You gotta save yeah. some bodies for the second yeah. and third movies, if you get that. So We got a Molina in there, though? We got a Molina, yeah, man. We got uh, a statue of a pretty swole looking Shao Kahn. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm and I'm sure that'll come. It looks like they're gonna build off of this, and I hope they get it right, and I hope they do. Um, yeah. You know, we haven't seen much of the narrative or much of the story yet, and I'm, I hope, I'm hopeful because it does look cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't wait. I think it looks really good. I think the overall sentiment online is very positive for yeah. this trailer yeah it reawakened reawakened a lot of people's love for mortal Kombat. so let's see I, I think we get it in like a month yeah april 16th april 16th a little over a month then yeah i thought it was mm. i thought it was end of march mm, i oh no uh godzilla's end of march that's right march 30 and then mortal Kombat's april 16th Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Uh, well, let's go ahead and move on then. Uh, we got news of a Wednesday Adams show. Yeah. Coming to Netflix. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I, I guess this thing is being put together by Miles Go and oh, was it Alfred Miller? Mm-hmm. I might be mi- I might Alfred, be butchering the names here. Yeah. Um, regard- Those are the guys that used to do Smallville. Yeah. Yeah, and again, this is going to be live action. Yes. Wednesday Adams, coming of age story. Teenage, I, possibly yeah. college age yeah. Wednesday Adams. Yeah. And here's here's what I see, right? You you already know what I'm gonna say. You know what I'm I, I I'm interested, but I don't wanna see this degrade into something like Riverdale 
or oh, it's too late or for that. One Tree Hill. You think so? <laughs> did I you just, read the synopsis? Did you I read did. the synopsis? I did. Yeah. It's it's almost identical, but I'll, I will give it a shot though, because I like well, that they're doing something. Well, so it seems like she's solving crimes, mysteries. Yeah, mysteries. <laughs> yeah. Also, she has psychic powers. Hmm. So, listen. You know that's a twist. You know, back in the day, in the cartoons, sometimes we got those crossovers with uh, uh, Mystery Inc. So, I don't know. <laughs> Possibilities are there. And... This is only a, what is it, eight-episode series so far. Yeah, directed by Tim again. Burton, too. Tim Burton, yep. Yep. So it's just, this this so came out of left field for me. I was like, what? I think, uh... I think Netflix kind of lives in left field right now. That's that's yeah. kind of their wheelhouse. Because... Well, they don't have anybody's IP. Yeah, like everybody's IP is now going to their own streaming services. Netflix uh-huh. is like, um, I got that Tiger King. <laughs> they have more than Tiger King. I'm just saying, like they, I mean, we could we could revisit some of these uh, IPs that they created or put out or distributed or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like Bright, anybody? Anybody? Nope. Just me. Uh-uh. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Anybody? No? All right. I don't think anybody did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about that one with uh, uh, Charlize Theron? Did you like that? What was that? The Old Guard? Oh, The Old Guard. I haven't yeah, seen that, that I liked yet. it. It was good. I liked it. I, need to, I also like Bright, I so it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, side note, speaking of Netflix, I just started watching The Toys That Made Us. I, are you? You're just now watching that? I'm just now watching it. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's I so feel good. like they. I feel like on some of the episodes, they miss something, and I don't. I don't quite know what it is, but I just it, feel like they could have stick, took it a step further. Like there was something feels, there. It feels like a sanitized version of a documentary, right? Like they're yeah. they're playing it a little too clean because yeah. we know this stuff gets nitty gritty sometimes. Like sure. when they were talking about Ninja Turtles. And they were talking about the breakup between like Eastman and Laird and what led to the whole like they really kind of they they talked about it. They really just kind of skimmed over it, though. They didn't really go into kind of some of the goings on back then. But that's okay. I mean, for what it is, I think it's actually really, really good. And it's like a smooth sit down watch for like a a quick hour. So, yeah, I I enjoy I tell you the episode that I like the most was the my little pony episode really i i don't know what it is there's because they talked to this woman right mm-hmm. who as a child used to write my little pony fan fiction yeah right and came up with some of her own characters from her life fast mm-hmm. forward to what is it 2016 or whatever it was uh my little pony friendship is magic she stole the entire franchise like a bouse <laughs> And now that's all we have is her yeah. fan fiction from when she was a child. Oh, that, that's incredible. And then she has all this toy line, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, she just just captained it all. Nah, it's mine now, bruh. Oh. I need to I need to I was gonna skip that. I was gonna go watch nah, uh, that's, skip that's that and one watch the, the ones. Transformers ones. All right, I'll check it out. I, I need to I'll watch it all the way through. I just yeah. I was kind of blown away by 
how good it actually was. Mm-hmm. And and it was more of a comprehensive documentary than just the toys themselves. It goes into the whole like that whole franchise. That's really mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, last little note here. Uh, we got casting news of a new Supergirl uh, for the Flash movie. Uh, it's an actress named Sarah Callie. Uh, I guess she's appeared in things like The Young and the Restless. Um, but, you know, relatively unknown actress. Uh, and I, I, I only bring it up because there's a really cool video of a director that announced, or uh, the director took to Instagram and he put, like, him actually telling her that she was Supergirl on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you could tell, like, when she found out she got it, you know, she got really emotional um, it was, you know, you could tell it meant a lot to her. So I, I just wanted to shout that out and just be like, Hey, you know, this is really cool. Uh, you know? Yeah, that was cool, man. And I, I, I have feelings about the whole thing, but just knowing <laughs> that she was so into it does give me some hope there, but I know, I know, you know, everybody knows that Warner brothers is going to screw this up. Like they're just going to be too involved, and I uh, listen. Am, am I wrong? Am I wrong here? Am I completely off base? They could screw it up. They could. could. But I, I don't. I don't like going into things being so pessimistic. I at least but want to. I just see. want. That's realistic. <laughs> that's I realistic. I, I'm I going to watch. You know, I'm going to watch the movie. Yeah. I'm just saying. I. I don't know, man. Just slow down. And I love, I, that was one of the things that I liked about Mortal Kombat this time around, too. Just relative unknowns. You know, nobody that you had to, you know, oh, this has to be this kind of character. Or, you yeah. know, there was no, you know, Hugh Jackman as Baraka. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Yeah. Bueller? All right. But I'm just saying, like, that that's a cool thing. I do like yeah. when they cast people like that. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, so, uh, I'm excited for her. Uh, and I'm curious to see what the hell this Flash movie is going to be, but, you know, we'll see. I'm, ex- yeah. I'm just yeah. excited. And I guess that kind of leads me into my larger point, my larger question for the day, I guess. And it, it just kind of ties in a little bit. Uh, so let's say they sit down in front of it. Like Warner Brother comes to our podcast and they sit down in front of us and they just say, LT Steve. Here is the reins. We want to start completely over with our DC universe. Mm-hmm. We want your guys. We want you guys to pretty much come up with what we should do, how we should move forward, what the structure should be, who we should bring in, and just kind of build the universe from there. How would you build out this universe? What would you start with? What What do you What do you feel? I I feel like. This is a new segment that I, I'm, I'm going to coin it here. We're going to call it fantasy booking. Mm. <laughs> so, like, we're fantasy booking a pro wrestling show, or we're we're doing a, a fantasy draft with uh, with this. What will we do to build out this universe, bro? We have done this so many times in the past. <laughs> uh, not necessarily for DC, but we have done this so many times. I think we've talked about Transformers like this, G.I. Joe, so many different things. Yes. I think for the DC Universe, Uh what we should do is start out with Justice League. And I'm not talking about 
What I listen, let, don't be, don't those suck teeth right now. Because I just feel like <laughs> let's start there, mm-hmm. and then let's get to know these characters. I mean, there, there's no Where? reason that we have to follow the same formula as the MCU and get to a crescendo of the uh, Justice League. Let's just start with them already being those heroes. Here's what I would say. I would take, so I agree with that to a point. Um, I still think there needs to be some setup, but I don't think you need as much setup. Like you don't have to establish all the main characters to get to Justice League, right? So here's here's kind of my amendment to that, right? Um, we're kicking off the brand new universe. We're, we're doing all the press and we're telling everybody this is the brand new DC cinematic universe and and all the stuff that we're going to do into it or this this is a new multiverse that we're going to be following moving forward and then i would actually start it with a character like green lantern okay green lantern's only been done once before uh he's got a super super rich backstory really does uh you know the the lore around green lantern the rings the light there's so many things you can set up but so you can easily start this off with such a strong character up front, right? And then I think you build out some of the other lesser players. So, um, and and don't be afraid to get really weird. Mm. So I feel like you do uh, Green Lantern, uh, maybe the Flash, and either Hawk Girl or Martian Manhunter. I was going to say right? Martian Manhunter, right? Right. Either one, but I feel like those three get movies, right? You don't do Superman, you don't yep. do Batman, you don't do Wonder Woman. Yeah. Then you do those three, and uh, Green Lantern somehow finds this galactic threat that's coming to Earth. Maybe it's a Brainiac, or maybe it's something else. I'd be cool if it was like a Mongol or something. Mm. He comes to Earth warning that he needs to, we need to gather people together. We need heroes that can't fight on their own. To We need to come together to make Justice League. You introduce in Justice League the new Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Okay. See, now listen. That that is a great point. Great yeah. point. We've also talked about this this Green Lantern movie so yeah. many times. Yeah. And I think I think that one of the things that we came up with at one time was using Green Lantern as a an, a police officer against those superheroes on earth like coming down all the green lanterns like coming down like whoa yeah you're disturbing the balance just by being here like you you know in that kind of in that we've talked about that and i think that's a great idea yeah i even like for me even in that movie like you find a way to introduce like a john stewart Mm -hmm. uh or or a guy gardner just to kind of like be around and then you can you can you can almost separate things because you can have a green lantern movie in space and you can have a green lantern that deals with earth-based stuff yep sure but uh the more important thing is like you establish that first green lantern i don't know who i would cast as green lantern no i'm sitting here trying to think about it uh honestly if you what if he wasn't in Wonder Woman, I feel like Chris Pine would be a super, he would super be. dope Hal Jordan. He would be. I yeah. you just can't you can't go back there now. I feel like that wells you, run dry. And here and here's the thing, right? I feel like 
let's build this universe, this DCEU around that Green Lantern character, the way we kind of did with Iron Man. Like, yeah. Let's let's make him the connecting piece you versus it always that. being Batman or it always being Superman. Let's reel that back some. We have those yeah. stories, right? Yeah. Do you we need another him. Joker right now? Let's just let's just focus on something that we haven't seen done well. That's right. all I'm saying. I totally agree with you. And the same goes with like Flash and some of the Earth-based stuff. Mm. Like he can connect to so many things in different ways. And you can even put say you know, he stopped a guy in Gotham, but, uh, you know, he was warned, you know, he's on somebody else's turf or something like that. Like something, something can, to that effect. Like I'm something. watching you now. Like you can't like, why, why do you have like, and, because Batman's going to pick yeah. up on it like that. You right? can hint to Batman yeah. and maybe you have like a cameo from a Nightwing or a Robin or a Batgirl, you know, that, that kind of is like, uh, Hey, you know you're here, but you better watch out. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and just make make him so ominous, right? Don't yes. even show. Don't even don't even be that. Like, yeah. don't even be that Batman movie. Yeah. Just be the Flash movie where he or whatever character that just happens to be in Gotham, and have yeah. all of those wing characters address him first. Yes, I would even like it if they took some of the plot from the original. Justice League animated series and like yes. in Marshall Manhunter's movie oh. he discovers mm. that there's a white land or oh, a white Martian invasion that's going on and yep. he's trying to stop it and by the end of his movie you know he he realizes it's a much bigger threat and he needs to gather people together then come into Justice League you've already got your inciting incident you've already got that kind mm. of ball rolling and then post Justice League, you start getting into. Then you can do a Superman movie. You can do a brand new Superman movie. Superman's established. We know who Superman is. We don't need to be set up on who Superman is. Mm-hmm. Batman's established. We don't need to set up on Batman. Maybe you do a little more setup with Wonder Woman, but I, I really feel like you don't want to retread that water. You just want to get into new stuff with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And then, again. You do those three movies, you work on some of the sequels for like a, a Green Lantern or a Flash or whatever, but then in the middle of there, out of nowhere, you throw in something just stupid weird, like Challengers of the Unknown. I mm. don't I don't know. Yeah. You just put yeah. something in there. I'm not necessarily trying to go the Guardians of the Galaxy route where they're just like, oh, let's just take a bet on something weird. Like, uh, like what would be so here's something that would be really cool. In the middle of all that, you do a Mr. Miracle movie, right? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. oh, he sets up Apocalypse. He sets up Big Barda. He does all this stuff. And you're setting up for the end of this, you know, like, by the time you get to a third Justice League movie, Apocalypse is established. Dark Side is established. Dark Side. You know, you've got this guy that has got ins and outs to things. It, it's just. And it's all kind of centering around what you already started with the green lantern, because that, because the vastness of the reach of this DCEU would already be there. Yes. And not felt shoehorned in like we got with kind of like with wonder woman in justice league to where now, Oh, now we're fighting aliens. We go from fighting 
Joker to fighting aliens. Yes. And here, here's another wild thought. By Green Lantern 2, I say you kill Hal Jordan. Really be like, whoa, like we like paradigm shift, right? Because nobody expects the hero to die in their sequel. And then it's left to, because then with that, you cement legacy mm. into your universe. Because then it's up to Guy Gardner and John Stewart to pick it's up. It's never going to be the same. That's right, man, because it's never going to be the same. It's never. Exactly. Mm, 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 mm. And you start just know, building. Just know that it's going to end with, it's going like they're not going to make it. Right. There, there are other Green Lanterns. And right. we always pass the ring. And this universe has to establish, like, if you're going to do Batman again, you have to find a feasible way to incorporate Robins. And I, I, I'll even say this. I don't hate how they did it in Batman Forever and Batman and Robin in that Robin, he's kind of an older teenager, right? Like, what, Chris O'Donnell was like, what, maybe 19, 20, 21? Yeah. Like, you, you can get that. He's not he's not a child. Batman's not running around with a child, but he's established enough that you're also you're incorporating that legacy. Then one day if you do decide you're done with Batman, you know, you've gone through two different trilogies of Bruce Wayne Batman, you can bring in Dick Grayson Batman. You can bring in Damian Wayne Batman. You can you can do the legacy that Marvel can't really, and that mm. Marvel would struggle with. I think you just wrote it, bro. <laughs> I mean, who would you like to see in some of these roles? Because I know you know there there's been like fantasy cast for a lot a lot of things. I know Chris Pine to me feels like he would be uh, a really good. Hal Jordan. Also, mm -hmm. uh, a younger Bill Burr would have been a fantastic Guy Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> younger Bill Burr. Who is that? Isn't that like Adam Sandler? Or not, uh, not Adam Sandler. Andy Samberg. Isn't that kind of? Uh, no, Andy Samberg's a little. No, he's a... Yeah, he's not. That's not Boston. I'm thinking Boston. Like who? Oh, Boston, man. Uh... God, even a Mark Wahlberg, if he was yeah. younger, would work for yeah. that. Yeah, I, and I, I'm not a big fan of Mark Wahlberg and things, but he would totally fit in that. Like, well, can category. we get can we get Eleven as Carrie Kelly in the future? <laughs> uh, see, you know what? I, I feel like that uh, Dark Knight Returns universe is so overdone. Yeah, like so yeah. many people. But we, we gotta get already... there eventually. I'm just no, saying. we don't. No, I want to go. I deny that. I deny that future. <laughs> You know the future I want to head towards? The Batman Beyond future. I want mm. to get to that future. Okay. Okay. Where we have an older Bruce Wayne and a, a young Batman. Yeah. Maybe he had yeah. his spine shattered in one of the fights and he has to train mm. up his... Uh, with Bane? Terry McGriff. Uh, All maybe right. with Bane. That's enough. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like you have to give that W to the Joker in some way. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, man, I I just feel like some of these stories are overdone. That's yeah, that's one of my main main issues. I they just turn it on its ear and really rework this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I want to offshoot it. Like again, you get that Justice League Dark out there. You know, mm. Let, let's get the mm -hmm. the Constantines and Swamp Things and the oh, Zatannas and stuff. Put that out there. Uh, you know, let, let's get, uh, I mean, they have so many teams. How would you, 
I would kill for a, a legit live action Teen Titans. And I'm yeah. talking about in a movie format, not in the kind of DC Universe way. While, I mean, a lot of people are telling me, you know, it's really good, give it a chance. And I do plan on checking it out one day. But at the same time, I want these things to be interchangeable with the movies, right? Mm hmm. Yep. Uh, I I want my movie Robin to be showing up in a Batman movie and then crossing over into you know this Titan show and then he pops into the Flash movie somehow like that's the kind. Well, of... even when you were talking about it, I'm like post post Justice League movie, not the very next one, but mm-hmm. maybe the second movie. Boom, Team Titans because we've yeah. already introduced some of those characters yeah. in that first phase. Right. So let's just have a Teen Titans movie. They're already there. No explanation needed. You know about Cyborg. You know about Robin. Let's just, and you know that they're part of their own organization. Let's do it. Yeah. Man, I'm just recasting people in my head. I'm like looking at now like the Kyle Rayner Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, I, Zachary Levi was fine as Shazam, but he would have been such a great Kyle Rayner. I could see that. I could see that. Sot, well, I guess he wasn't, he was bigger in that because of the suit. But I'm just yeah. thinking like, yeah, that, that would probably be good. What about Shazam though? I mean, we don't, we don't talk about that very often. We don't. And I appreciate it that there's real love and appreciation for Shazam slash originally Captain Marvel and his lore <laughs> and, you know, the Marvel family and, and that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it just, <clears throat> you know, I was here for a cup of coffee. I just don't know how it connects to things. I didn't love the suit, even watching it in action, but... I think it was out of place on purpose. Mm. I really do. I just feel like it was completely over the top and out of place on purpose. Like, it doesn't <clears throat> make, didn't make any sense. Completely ridiculous. But anyway, anyway. I wish they would have found a way to have Henry Cavill Superman at the end there. That would have been really fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could tell it was just like a guy. Like, they cut it off at the neck, and it was just like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, that would have been cool. But uh, who would... Li- okay, so we've got your Green Lantern. Yeah. We know how important Batman is. Where yeah. do you go for that? Uh, So, I think, you know, everybody wants to do, you know certain stories the long halloween mm-hmm. uh all these other Killing things joke all that yeah here's what i would take with batman right i would take with batman and it would you would say it's a batman movie and it is a batman movie because the main villain would would be rachel ghoul but it would be the tower of babel story because batman's He's been incorporated to the Justice League. So this would be the first movie per- post Justice League. It would be Batman and it would be set it would be in the same vein as like Civil War was, right? Okay. But it's Batman. Obviously, he just met all these superpowered individuals. He's kind of kept Gotham with and his kind of individual rogues up to this point. So he's very nervous about all the people that he's around, the Supermans, the Wonder Womans, the Flashes, etc. So he starts putting in these precautions and stuff, um, but uh, I don't know how you do like Rachel Ghoul, how he's connected. Mm. You know, uh, maybe he finds some way that, or he's deduced that Batman, 
he's deduced who Batman is, and he's deduced that Batman would have contingencies on these people as soon as he starts like gathering on. So he breaks into the cave, does all this stuff, you know, messes everything up. But then you have Batman's contingencies going against the Justice League. You simultaneously make Batman look like a badass yeah. because of his contingencies. You delve into some of the individual flaws and stuff about the rest of the League. They immediately become suspicious of Batman. They kick Batman out of the League temporarily, right? Because they don't trust him. Of course. So then from there, Batman is not in your next Justice League movie, but he is setting up his own thing uh, with the Outsiders. So you've got a Batman and the Outsiders movie. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But we have yet to really dive into what Bruce Wayne's Batman is. That is a detective. Let's do it. I I love, love, love how you were talking about how we need to set up his contingency plan for all of those metahumans, right? Yes. Love it. Yes. Love that. I think that would show us, because we kind of saw in this Justice League movie that we have right now, how human Bruce Wayne is. Yes. And and it was it was painful, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But let's let's just take that a step further and show what he's done just in case these people get out of control. Yeah. I And let so, us show see what his real power is and that is money and brains, right? Yes. Uh and, and I want to make clear like the Batman that I'm establishing in this movie is the Batman that like it's less it's moving a little bit further away from the gritty, realistic Batman. This is the bigger Batman. He's got the toys. He's got the gadgets. He's got a space satellite that people can live on conveniently already up mm-hmm. there. You know, he's got the bat wing, the bat boat. You know, he, he, he's he got all of these things. Uh, and it's a larger-than-life Batman that can still do the street-level stuff, but he's got way more access and way more... Feasibility yeah. in these things. See, I don't even see him more doing the street the level League. stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Like he sends, he's he knows what's happening. Yeah, he might deal with some of his uh, own rogues, but he's not. He's not going to see the Flash in Gotham. He's not doing that. He is definitely sending Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl, whatever it is. They're checking that out first, and yeah. I think that Robin is the best way to go. Definitely could be. And you you could do a Robin that is on on the path of transitioning to a to a Nightwing. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's really fun. Um, I still want to see Hush though, and I really want to see a detective. I do. I really want to see that. I think we're getting that essentially with uh, this this the Batman movie that's coming out. I don't think we can stop the movies that are already in production and that are already on the way. But you know, if if they just shut it off at that, and then excuse me, and then said, you know, oh hey, in two to three years, your guys's next slate of the DC universe is coming out. I think we're we, I think we established Batman's mind in our Justice League movie, right? In addition to like his fighting prowess and and the the kind of stealthier mystical aspects of Batman, mm-hmm. but his mind is the biggest thing we focus on, and then when we get to you know, that first movie post-Justice League, which is Batman Tower of Babel, then you really kind of get into the kind of 
you know, exactly how he thinks. And they're like, how did you come up with that? And he was like, oh, I came up with that because I managed to synthesize a uh, red version of kryptonite that makes Superman's skin boil or something like that. And they're like, whoa, what the heck is this guy? <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, you really, you really establish him more than anything, and you can even kind of go Sherlock Holmes with it and be like, "Hey, Batman, how did you figure out that uh, such and such with this?" And he was like, "Well, I figured out this because uh, he read this at a, you know, Flash read this thing at a really slow speed, and I told, uh, I, I figured out that his mind can only process in this certain kind of way." You know, you really kind of yes. break down his thinking yes. on each individual Justice Leaguer. But I don't want to spend all you know too much time on Batman because again I also want to go into the wi- way wilder concepts of the DC universe that are that are out there. Like I would love there would be an aspect of, of my universe that would be focusing on uh, those uh, Swamp Thing and Animal Man comics that mm-hmm. really dove into like that whole red and green type deal. Um, there would just be so much that you could do, especially the more magical side of the DC universe. Cause I feel like Marvel's already done space and Marvel's done the, obviously the big hero teams and stuff like that. But the magical side of things, Marvel's just kind of dipping their toes in and you can really corner that market. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's just so much and I feel like we keep focusing on the same things. Yeah. There's just so much more out there. There's so, so much. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that that's kind of uh, some of our thoughts on that. I don't I don't want to take us too uh, too long over because we've already kind of gone over our time a little bit here. But uh, yeah, you know, just just kind of putting some stuff out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And th- anyway. and that's listen listen <clears throat> when I t- this this conversation that we're having right now is exactly what this podcast was born from. Yes, exactly. This, this We've had so many conversations just about these nerdy things that we love, just like we just talked about this Justice League, so many times over so many years that we would revisit each one of those ideas on a closing shift at Toys R Us. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, am I right or am I right? You're I mean, right. Just, just to talk about it like, oh, I thought of this last night. Check this out. Yeah. Uh, so, and this is exactly what it always has been. So, shout out to LT. Uh, shout out to Steve for <laughs> uh, talking through this stuff with me because, you know, my mind just starts going, blah, 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 and you're like, years, son. You're years. <laughs> On years, son. On years. Anyway, guys. Uh, let's let's give a give you guys our deet so you can reach out to us. You can find me on Twitter at lt the fifth. That's l t t h a f i f t h. Uh, Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find us? So you find the uh, Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at Nerd Smash underscore tc. Listen, we've had so much contact over this last two weeks, um, and it has just been fantastic. We love the feedback. Love yes. talking to everyone. Please keep it up. And listen, I know that you are sitting there right now like, man, I wish I could say something to them about this DCEU universe they're building because they're wrong or they're right. Listen, yeah. we want to hear it. Yeah. And guys, 
don't tell it to us privately. Tell yeah. it to us publicly because we want to start a conversation. <laughs> we start a conversation. Maybe we can influence these uh, big wigs that are doing cocaine in their office in Hollywood to like stop and actually like, you know, pay attention to like what they're doing because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, not to say that oh we're going to be influencing actual you know comic book movies or anything like that but we can we can start a conversation and you know we just want to build a community and we just want to talk with you guys and also yeah. get ideas for the show and if we're wrong about something please call us out on it we want to know yes please please just come <laughs> check us out talk to us because yes. we definitely want to... look tell me i'm wrong everybody else does steve is often wrong <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're look when we were talking about Justice League. Do you remember talking about the GI Joe movie that should have been and who should have directed it? Yes, man. Look, I don't even remember exactly what I said back then, but I remember by the end of it, I was so hype on a GI Joe like universe of movies. <laughs> we said GI Joe movies. Then look, this is need to be directed by Michael Bay. That. That's right. Yes. G.I. Yes. Joe makes more sense for it what he's it? trying to do. I mean, it's and that was alley. like that was like pre-Transformers 3. We were talking about that. Like Michael right. Bay leads to leave Transformers alone and get with this G.I. Joe. He loves military porn. He loves it. He does. He would have been so good for a G.I. Joe. Movie. Although I, he wouldn't have played well with other directors. So no. I don't know no, if no, you no. can build out. You know, he's he's not going to let a Snake Eyes movie happen. He's like, what, I don't get a ninja? <laughs> <laughs> and make her naked. Like that's, <laughs> that's what Pretty Michael much. Bay was about. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I get it. But just like that creative direction. Like mm-hmm. his, his eye for military. Man, okay, anyway. 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 <laughs> well, maybe maybe we'll revisit this in a future episode. <laughs> but uh guys, uh please like, rate and subscribe to us on whatever you listen to us through, whether that's uh you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, however you listen to us. Uh please make sure you're uh rating us and subscribing to us there. And yeah, for now that's our show. Man, listen. Our G.I. Joe movie wasn't even a G.I. Joe movie to start with. It was a ninja movie where G.I. Joe happened to intervene three quarters away through the movie because they were so reckless. That is a bomb-ass G.I. Joe movie. (laughs) Good night. Good night, everybody. Holla, holla. Holla, 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 holla,